Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Freedom Talks. I'm your host, Brady, and today I am glad to be joined by Dr. Alex Young and Trenton Raymond. Uh, Trenton, obviously, from the Freedom Physical Therapy offices, but uh, uh, Dr. Young owns Connect Chiropractic in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. How is everybody today? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, doing well, Brady. Thank you. Perfect. All right. So, I mean, just to get started, Dr. Young, could you kind of uh, take us through um, where you're located and um, how you started your practice and how you, you got into Cairo a little bit? Yeah, so uh, Connect Chiropractic is located in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, on the corner of Burleigh and Highway 100, uh, just off I-41 there. Uh, we opened in March of 2020, um, actually March 8th of 2020, um, so same week that COVID kind of kind of hit the world. Um, so it's been a whirlwind for us the past two years, uh, but we are, are, we are a really fast-growing office. Um, we've helped people throughout the pandemic and that word has spread really quickly. Um, I got into chiropractic. Um, originally, I was wanting to be a dentist and I was going through my undergraduate studies at Marquette University and just realized that the dentistry world was not for me. And at the same time, I realized that the pharmaceutical world was not for me. Um, I realized that people were taking pill after pill and just really relying on those medications to get through the day and not focusing on their overall wellness. Um, I wanted to show people a different way and that I was introduced to chiropractic and immediately fell in love with it. I, one thing I noticed was everyone in the chiropractic world kind of has a personal story about how chiropractic's helped them and how it's really changed the, not only their life, but usually all their family members' lives too. So um, it just really kind of tugged at my heart and I fell in love with it and I've never looked back. So, Wow. I mean, the, the starting in the, you know, probably, I'm sure unknowingly in the middle of the pandemic is, yeah. is tough. Um so, I mean, from a, you know, from, from a kind of curiosity about like healthcare business, um, how has that, you know, obviously you said it was a whirlwind, um, but kind of like what, what were the, obviously the pandemic being one of them, but what was some of the other challenges that you, you faced that you feel like you have a better grasp on now, kind of a year later or two years later? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, at, at first, when when the pandemic happened, no one really knew knew what what that meant or what that was going to look like. Um, everyone at first thought it was just going to last a few weeks and a few months, and now we're two years into it. So um, it, we've just learned to constantly adapt um, in in many different ways. Um, you know, our, our first day open, we had a power line start on fire, and we had no power our first day open too. So oh, uh, we we learned really quickly to adapt through everything. Um, and we've learned the same with our patients. You know, our patients have constantly changing needs, you know, whether they're working from home or working in an office due to COVID um, or, you know, they're now traveling um, by car instead of by plane. Uh, we've seen people shift in many different ways and uh, we've had to learn to kind of adapt with that, meet people's schedules. Um, one thing that's made it really easy is um, a lot of people have, have Zoom meetings um, from home and those Zoom meetings might go longer uh, than they expected. So we have actually have an app that allows all of our patients to reschedule their appointments. So people tell us all the time they're on a Zoom meeting and we'll just change their appointment last minute um, so that they can make sure that they're in here on time. That's, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty cool. Just like using that technology to, you know, overcome some of the, the issues that, you know, you found. Um, so, you know, on your, on your website, when I was doing a little research, um, 
you know, you stated that you you're out there to potentially do things a little bit uh, diff- differently than traditional chiropractic. Um, mm-hmm. And so what are those things that you kind of maybe think out of the box or hope to change um, in, the, in your industry or in the healthcare industry in terms of how people um, approach their healthcare? Absolutely. So we, we really try to get people to look at their health from a, a wellness standpoint. So typically when people come in here, um, the majority of people are coming in here with some type of ache or pain or complaint. Um, rather than just come in to help maintain their wellness or stay healthy. So we um, start everyone off with a tour of our office, just kind of show them around and explain to them what we do. On that tour, people see um, that we help kids, uh, babies as little as just a couple days old. Uh, We help families of all different ages. We actually have a family room in here so that uh, parents can sit in there with their kids and change them, feed them, whatever they need to do. Um, So people immediately realize we're very family oriented. There's always kids here getting adjusted. Um, That really gets people to start thinking like, why are you adjusting kids? Kids probably don't have back pain, but like, why are you helping them? Um, So parents, um, adults, grandparents really start to get those wheels turning and thinking, you know, I know someone else in my life who could probably be helped by this. Um, People also realize that, you know, if they've been to a chiropractic office before, our chiropractic office looks really different. Um, We don't do any physical therapy or anything like that in our office. We work with people like Dr. Tren here um, to refer to those in our community who are really, really good at what they do. So the only thing we do in our office um, is exams and chiropractic adjustments. So we, we stick to what we what we know and we do it really, really well. And we work with our community partners to kind of help us in those other areas. And Trenton, I'm sure that kind of prevention-based approach as a physical therapist also kind of... Uh maybe what drew you to connect with Dr. Young, correct? Yeah, so we met through the Brookfield Chamber and kind of got introduced to each other's treatment styles and kind of the vision of where you want to take your patients and the overall wellness. Um, And then we did, you know, like kind of a visit of the clinic and introduced ourselves just in how can we work together? How can we make sure that our patients are being treated in a way where we're not competing for their care is that we're working together and um, acting as a team in the healthcare world, which is kind of unique. You know, PTs and chiropractors, they do work well together on some areas or some relationships and other times they kind of fight each other. So it was really nice to, you know, talk with them and connect right away and say, hey, we have a similar vision. We don't do any chiropractic work. You don't do PT. Let's work together to get people better. So it's been a great relationship from the beginning. So, I mean, can we dive a little bit deeper into maybe some of those topics where, you know, maybe normally there is some tension and why Connect Chiropractic and Freedom maybe align a little bit better? Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so sometimes, because, you know, we're very hands-on here at Freedom, you know, we're trained in manual therapy. And I think the verbiage and education is really important. I make it very clear to my patients, I'm not making adjustments. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing chiropractic care. And I think sometimes that line gets blurred with how we phrase what we do. So a, a big part of what I tell people is, you know, we're going to do our hands-on work and we definitely can influence the spine, but we're going to work a lot on the movement mechanics and, you know, the stretching and strengthening around that. And when my patients are seeing Dr. Young, you know, I kind of leave that area to him for the most part, because 
we don't have, you know, in in-house x-ray systems, we don't have kind of the imaging that he has and working his way through. I mean, it's pretty cool all the data he prints out and I'm sure he'll talk to you about it, but you know, I kind of leave that area there and we progress with the movement based on our side. And sometimes people don't like that. Um, you know, it could because if you're not careful, you might give the impression you're trying to do what the other person is doing. And that's just not what uh, Dr. Alex and I have been practicing. Absolutely. I, I would 100% agree with that. You know, a lot, a lot of times I hear from, from our patients when they've walked into other chiropractic offices that they they see, you know, walls of exercise areas. They see ultrasound, e-stim, acupuncture, all these things that a physical therapist usually does. They see it at a chiropractic office, um, and they're kind of confused. You know, what what is chiropractic? What is this chiropractor really trained in? What what are they really going to help me with? And I think Dr. Tran and I do a really good job, kind of differ, differentiating um, and separating ourselves apart, and um, you know helping move that patient along in the correct direction together rather than separately and fighting each other. So um, I know one of the common cases that um, we've kind of referred back and forth is people with extreme scoliosis or curvatures in their spine. Um, so as we start shifting that spine uh, back to where it should be, we need to work with those, those muscles and work on strengthening things or it's, it's not going to stay. The patient's going to continue to have a lot of difficulty. So Dr. Trent's uh, been really good in helping to strengthen those patients, show them how to do movements properly, how to do exercises properly and uh, get them back on the right path. So, um, you know, Trenton mentioned some of the x-ray stuff you do and, and you mentioned some of the wellness like, type approach that you, you kind of take with the patients. But can you, like from someone that is entering your office for the first time and you're giving them that tour, can you kind yeah. of take us through, you know, like a standard diagnosis? How would you, you know, what are they going to see from their first appointment through, you know, what you prescribe to them? Absolutely. So on that first appointment in our office, um, as I said, we always start with a tour um, and then we sit down and we do a consultation. Um, so it's getting an idea of, you know, your health history, what that person's been through, uh, what they've tried, what's worked, what hasn't worked. Has they, have they seen a PT before? Have they seen a chiropractor before? Um, and then we have some technology that actually lets us get a really good insight into how their body's functioning. Um, this technology uh, we have two different versions of it. So uh, we do a nerve assessment first. Um, so we roll it up their spine. Uh, let's just see how the, how the nerves are functioning within their spine. And then the second one is an SEMG. So that's going to be a muscle assessment. Let's just see how those muscles that move and support the spine are functioning. So it lets us know, are those muscles working too hard, not hard enough? Uh, what exactly um, is going on there and how is that nerve dysfunction affecting those muscles. So that's really where Dr. Tran would come into play too. And we're seeing that, you know, there's a lot of underactive muscles, a lot of overactive muscles. How can we get those back on the right track? Um, based off of what we see in the history and on those assessments, uh, we may then take some x-rays of that patient. Uh, we have digital x-rays right on site so we can take those x-rays here. And then we would schedule you for a follow-up appointment. At that follow-up appointment, we sit down um, we go over those x-rays. We actually put the, the physical x-rays up on a TV. Um, and the person gets to see their entire skeleton from their neck to their hips. Uh, if we took those x-rays into in one big image. So it really lets them see, you know, what does that scoliosis or what does that curvature in my spine really truly look like rather than looking at, you know, pieces of their cur curvature like they might have seen before. Uh, we'll tell them, you know, what, what we expect it to take. You know how many how many visits over the next several months are is it going to take and what what does that all look like financially for that person too 
I think it's pretty awesome that you're really data driven. And I, I think that's kind of cool too, for the patient to be able to have a visual and some numbers to kind of back up what they're hearing, um, rather than just, you know, not that they wouldn't take your word for it, but it's also nice to like get that reinforcement, get that buy-in from the patient because, you know, as you know, Trenton knows too, right? Sometimes if you don't get any buy-in from the patient, they're not doing their home exercises or they're just not into it. You don't necessarily like the chances of having a great outcome for that patient. Absolutely. We do, uh, we use that same technology for reevaluations throughout our patient's care too. So they're able to see very objectively, you know, this is where I started. This is where I'm at a month in. This is where I'm at three months in and kind of watch their body progress. Um, obviously, most people are seeing some symptom relief along the way too, but uh, people really like that that data, the objective measurements there, see how their body's changing in function rather than just feeling. Have you sent that uh, any of that data ever with a patient over to Trenton? I'm just curious, Trenton, if you had ever gotten a look at it as well. Uh, yeah, he has. It's been great. I'm sure. Yeah. Is, so can you kind of like give me an example of maybe how each of you kind of use that data then to... Like, I don't know, I just like if you want to pick a diagnosis, like a low back pain diagnosis or, or something. Yes. You can start, Alex. Yeah. In, in yeah. our office, we really use that data. So a lot of times what we see when someone comes in with, say, low back pain, uh, we do that nerve assessment, muscle assessment on their entire spine, no matter what they come in with. And a lot of times what we'll see is a lot of the, the nerve interference, a lot of the muscle overactivity or underactivity is a lot of times up in the neck or at the other end of the spine. Um, so we know when we have a problem in one area, the body is going to compensate for it in other areas. So this lets us get a really good idea of how it's affecting the whole body rather than just focusing on where that symptom is. So we can get a good idea of, you know, are we going to have to just deal with that low back or are we going to take a look at the whole spine and really treat the patient, um, the patient's whole, whole spine and nervous system, get them back on the right track. Yeah. So for me, <clears throat> I'm learning how to interpret that data. Uh, so that's definitely Dr. Young's expertise in looking at that and deciding how to use it. It, it was nice for me with um, a particular patient with scoliosis that we were treating. I have her extra images. I have you know her, a, a lot of her previous medical scans, but I had never had something like that before that showed kind of areas of activity and inactivity. Um, because, you know, x-rays don't show that muscle activity or anything. So that was helpful for me in, you know, using my clinical exam plus that data to kind of come up with an exercise routine that was targeting the right areas. So something I learned when I was shadowing a different physical therapist who treats a lot of scoliosis and then that I'm applying to Dr. Young's data is that, <clears throat> you know, with scoliosis, you're going to have weakness on both sides of the spine. One of them is from something we call an active insufficiency where the muscle is shortened and the other is from a passive insufficiency where it's lengthened too much. You know, it's kind of hard to separate your mind and say, we have to strengthen something that's short and that's too long. But if you look at his, you know, the, the SMEG scans and, you know, all the clinical signs and testing, it's true. <laughs> and it pops up on both sides and you see the levels that need work. So it helps you isolate where you're treating. It's pretty cool. So that sounds like it's a, a pretty awesome care that you can get. And um, like I said, kind of like objective data that maybe you can see as a patient. And it's very cool that you're able to use that. 
Um, so then the other thing that kind of um, sparked my interest in terms of what was highlighted on your website was the torque release technique. Um, and so can you kind of explain that and why that's kind of a highlighted thing that uh, your office does? Yeah, absolutely. So traditionally, when people think of chiropractic, you know, they're thinking of twisting, turning, cracking, popping, a lot of awkward, uncomfortable positions. Um, for someone who hasn't been to a chiropractor before, they often find that pretty scary. Um, you know, people don't want to go somewhere and get their neck cracked. So um, we, we kind of help alleviate that fear right off the back. We don't do any twisting, cracking, popping here in our office. We use this torque release technique. Um, I usually describe it as it's a pen with a handle on it. It's a spring-loaded instrument um, that allows us to be really, really specific with where we're adjusting. Um, the end of the instrument's really small, um, but the size of the tip of a pen. So it allows us to be really specific with what part of the spine we're adjusting. And it also allows it to be really reproducible. So every time this instrument fires, it fires in one ten thousandth of a second. So that means that every single adjustment we give is going to have the same amount of force in it every single time. So you don't have to worry about the chiropractor pushing too hard or too soft or um, you know, worry about the patient tightening up because they're scared. Um, this instrument fires so fast that we, the patient just gets to lay face down for the entire adjustment. Uh, we adjust three to four spots in their spine every time they come in. And they're usually out the door within about 10 minutes. So I've heard from other people that, you know, they're used to going to the chiropractor and spending an hour, hour and a half there every single time. And maybe that chiropractor wants to see them two, three times a week. And they just don't have time for that, especially when their, their kids are home from school because uh, of COVID, things like that. So uh, people have really enjoyed the fact that we do what we do and we get them on, on their way with, with their day. So um, we see really, really good results because we can be so much more specific. Uh, we've seen people come from other chiropractors who you know, maybe felt good at first, but then kind of plateaued out and their symptoms started worsening over time. Um, and it's just because that chiropractor wasn't able to be as specific uh, with their adjustments is what we can do. Um, so, you know, those were kind of like the, you know, it sounds like you're doing a lot of innovative practices. Um, and I don't know necessarily within chiropractic how innovative, but could you maybe explain some of the bigger advancements that have happened in chiropractic over the ten last like ten years or so that maybe have changed from uh, you know traditional chiropractic to kind of what helped shape your practice? Yeah, absolutely. So the torque release technique was actually uh, born out of a research study in the late '90s. There, I believe, it was done in 1999. Uh, was the first time uh, first study related to it. It was actually done in partnership with the University of Miami Medical School. Um, they were actually trying to prove that chiropractic was just a placebo effect, meaning that chiropractor does, chiropractic doesn't actually work um, and that it was just kind of a mindset thing there. Um, so they created this instrument for specifically for that research so that that research was 100% reproducible. And what they found in their study was that chiropractic does work, um, their patients got better, and now they brought this instrument to the market and have been able to help thousands and thousands of people across the world. Um, that technology that we use for our evaluations, uh, the nerve and muscle assessments are something that is fairly new too. It allows us to you know, really be objective again in the way that we're, we're measuring our patient's progress. 
Um, there's a new technology that we're working on, on getting into the office too called heart rate variability. And it really allows us to see how the stress is affecting the, the, the person's nervous system and their overall function of their body. So that gives us a good insight into, you know, not just how, how they're feeling and not even just how they're functioning, but it's a long-term predictor of their overall health. So, you know, if we continue to see their body in overdrive over and over and over, you know, that's, that's going to take a toll on their overall health over the next five, 10 years. So we really can shift that paradigm and show people, you know, we're going to not only change your life today and how you feel today, but we're going to change it long-term. And we're going to do the same thing with, with your kids as they start to grow up. So um, really just shifting people's mindset completely from, you know, I, I'm healthy. I'm healthy. If I don't, don't have aches and pains to we're, we're going to avoid those aches and pains to start with. Um, there's a lot of lot of research recently that shows, you know, by the time you have aches and pains, um, that problem can be in your spine for up to 10 years already. Um, I know Dr. Trent probably sees all the time people come in with severe arthritis, degeneration, scoliosis, things like that in their spine. And they'll say, you know, the pain just started a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago. But we know for a fact that that problem's been developing over the last 10, 15, 20 plus years. So um, kind of getting in front of that and tell, getting people to understand that they, they need care before they start to feel those aches and pains, before it starts to limit their life. Um, we see a lot of times people come in here uh, because they, they maybe can't check, they can't turn around while they're driving and check their blind spot, uh, or they can't lift their grandchildren. Obviously, those are really big impacts uh, on their life. So um, our, our goal is to kind of shift that paradigm and get people thinking more about that wellness care. Um, so you, I think two things from that, that I'm kind of interested in. So one being, you know, you, you said you see babies and younger kids and then, um, kind of that mindset shifting to, you know, find some healthcare providers and, and kind of creating a, maybe in like a, an ecosystem of healthcare providers that'll help you be a little bit more preventative in your, in your approach to your health. So a, um, could you kind of dive a little bit deeper into what you see kids for, what you see babies for, um, and then kind of how that process goes, maybe, you know, from the lens of like a parent who, who would obviously be the ones to initiate that. And then um, when you would recommend someone kind of coming in for chiro chiropractic care. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we see babies as little as just a couple hours old. Um, we, sometimes see them for for wellness um, sometimes we see them for for issues such as um, you know torticollis so maybe the baby can't turn their head and, and feed properly trouble latching um, infantile colic constipation all those types of issues and not that we're you know we're going out there to treat those issues we're, we're just treating that the spine and the nervous system making sure that the body can communicate and function properly uh, we start to see these issues resolve as we get that nervous system and their body functioning the way that it's supposed to. Um, as kids continue to grow up, uh, we see teenagers for things like bedwetting, ADHD, anxiety issues. Um, we've really seen an increase in, in social issues over the last couple of years as COVID's you know, kind of changed the way that people interact with each other. Um, a lot of kids are spending more time at home than that. You know, not in school. So um, we've seen a, a pretty large increase in, in ADHD, anxiety uh, related kids coming in over the last few months, especially um, as kids start to get back out into the community. So we see um, parents bringing their kids in usually after they've, they've tried a lot of other things. Um, 
you know, they, they've been to their pediatrician, they, they've been to counselors, um, just a whole list of, of, of doctors they've been to usually. And, you know, they've had friend after friend after friend or family members, maybe teachers out um, at their school tell them, hey, go try chiropractic, go try chiropractic, go try chiropractic. And a lot of times, unfortunately, we, we see these people as a last resort because um, they don't know where else to go. Uh, but then what's really cool is usually once we help their kid, all of, all of their friends start coming in too. So um, when, usually when one kid walks in the door, we got five, six, seven of, the, of their friends walk in the next few weeks because they see such great results here. So um, it really, um, you know, word of mouth travels faster than anything. Uh, we had recently at this week had a 15-year-old boy come in who um, has been having such bad anxiety. He hasn't been eating. He's been losing weight. Um, he's, he's been bedwetting still in his teenage years and um, just really, really looking for a change. He's on a list of 10, 15 medications uh, and parents just don't want to keep putting him on medications. Um, and un unfortunately, we know if you know, you're on medications as a teenager, as you get into your adult age, you're probably going to be on even more medications. And you know, as you get into your 50s, 60s, that list just keeps on growing. So uh, parents are starting to look for ways to change, change that from the start, uh, make sure that their, their kids can grow up to be healthy adults. Um, another common one we see is actually ear infections. Um, a lot of times we see little kids for chronic ear infections. Um, you know, that maybe they've tried tubes in the ears. Maybe parents are looking for an alternative to that. Um, and we find a lot of times it actually comes from misalignments in the neck. So if the atlas, that top bone in the neck isn't functioning properly and isn't moving properly, it can change the way that your canal functions. You get a buildup of fluid in there and then that um, causes that ear infection. So if we can get that neck and that nervous system functioning properly, we see huge, huge improvements in, in a wide range of uh, symptoms and, and health. Yeah, I mean that that's I think that's one of the biggest things, right? Getting kids off of prescription medications, having someone have 15 prescription meds at, you know, age 15 is yeah. that's that's nuts. Absolutely. That's uh, you know, it it really pulls at your heart when you see someone like that. So, uh we we, we love helping them and we really want want parents to uh hopefully bring their kids in before they get to that point. So, we're we're trying to spread the word as much as we can. Perfect. So, you know, I think I, I, well, I hear this from PTs a lot just because I'm around them a lot, right? But they're always talking about, like, this person came in with, uh, you know, back pain that they've had for 10 years, and they want me to have them fixed up and ready to go in two weeks. Um, and obviously, that's never the case. And so is that a common thing that you kind of share with the PT world in terms of, like, Hey, this is one of the reasons why you need to come in sooner because, you know, the less time that you're working with a dysfunction, the, the easier it is essentially for you to help them. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you're in your, in your sixties and the problem has been going on for years and years and you have lots of degeneration, arthritis, lots of other health concerns, we're going to have to see you a lot more frequently for a lot, lot longer period. Uh, than if you came in, you know, in your childhood or teenage years, uh, when, and things are still forming and growing and um, able to be moved a lot easier. So uh, we always we always compare it to uh, just like braces, you know, it's gonna take some time, some repetition there. Um, and throughout that period, usually the dentist is gonna tighten those braces. So as, as those braces get tightened or the wires change, 
um, you're you're going to start to start to see some changes, possibly some aches and pains as that change happens. Um, same thing for us as we start moving things around. Uh, sometimes I can irritate things, new symptoms can pop up, we can start to get some muscle aches and pains here and there. Um, but that is all part of the process of healing. So that's something that we try to communicate to people from the start is, you know, we don't expect things to change overnight. And we might have a few bumps in the road along the way, but that's that's a normal healing process for your body. And then once we, we get to the point where we can take those braces off, uh, we really focus on that maintenance care or just like wearing a retainer after you get those braces off. You know, we're, we don't want to lose that progress. So we're going to work to see you on, on a maintenance schedule. Maybe that's once a week. Maybe that's once every other week. Maybe that's once a month for somebody um, just to make sure that their body continues to function well. Because we know a lot of times the things that got the person to this point, whether that's their, their job of you know, sitting in a semi, driving that semi all day, or on their feet at working as a nurse at the hospital, or working in a factory with repetitive motions all day, uh, whatever got them to this point, uh, whether it's a physical stress or a mental stress, they're likely going to continue to have that in their life. So if we were to just completely stop it, not continue doing exercises, not continue doing chiropractic care, uh, we're going to start to see things go backwards over time. Maybe that over time means five years, maybe it means five weeks. Um, every person's going to be a little bit different, but we really want to make sure that that never happens to them. So we, we focus on that maintenance care, wellness care from the beginning and uh, really help them understand that we're going to need to wear that retainer uh, moving forward. Trenton, what do you think of that analogy? I thought that was actually pretty good. I like it a lot. <clears throat> I think um, Dr. Alex does a really good job of uh, like, you know, those education pieces of, you know, what are we doing? where are we going with our care and understanding and kind of the overall vision. Um, that was one of the things when we had some of our early conversations was that we agreed a lot on uh, basically the idea you have to educate patients about preventative care and that these aren't quick fixes most of the time. I mean, sometimes you will have those so they're better and they're cured, <clears throat> but a lot of these are management issues that you're trying to get to a level of functionality and maintaining it. So, you know, I forget the exact data, but they say every time new research comes out, it's about seven to 10 years, roughly, until it actually gets implemented into the field. After that point, it's another X amount of years until the community actually hears about it. So by the time people are, you know, actually um, like privy to the new technology or the new systems or new education, it's 15 years down the line. So educating your patients and getting that message out word of mouth is so important to make that process happen faster. So, you know, when Dr. Young or um, other chiropractors are helping to promote that vision of, hey, you don't have to wait till you're really, really hurt to come in and you don't have to stop when you start feeling good. That becomes this, the norms in, you know, the medical field and people understand that when you come in here um, to freedom or to connect, it's, it's not supposed to be this one-stop shop and that's not the most optimal way to health. It's about making sure you maintain this level of wellness and come in before things get bad. So I think it's a great message that he and Connect Chiropractic definitely spread to their patients and we try and do the same at Freedom. Yeah, so speaking of that education piece, um, you know, at, at Freedom, you know, part of my job too is, is to kind of help run the social media accounts and create content that we push out to the public and try to do it in the most responsible way. 
um, in terms of like making it, you know, fun enough to watch, but also like giving out really good information. And so I'm always kind of curious being in that world and coming from that point of view and maybe watching some of the other content creators on, you know, TikTok and Instagram and uh, Twitter and what, what have you. Um, there's like s some information that's really good and some information where you kind of turn your head to the side and go, you know, uh, is that something I should actually be implementing or something that, you know, a lot of people are doing like at home techniques that you can do yourself. Um, it's like, well, can you implement that properly? So just from your perspective, do you get a lot of patients coming in and asking you questions about kind of what they see online at all, Dr. Young? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are some some crazy TikTok, Facebook, YouTube videos out there of chiropractors doing things that um, I usually wouldn't even want to mention. So uh, we we have people come in here that tell us that you know they have their husband walk on their back at home. Um, we've had a person come in who saw a guy on YouTube using a hammer and a chisel on someone's back. Oh, I've seen that, that guy. <laughs> I pull out a hammer and chisel and. Um, Unfortunately, I told him we, we would not be able to do that for him. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we definitely see a, a wide array of crazy things coming from the internet. Um, I always say, leave it to the professionals, you know, um, uh, just, just like selling your house. You could go out there and you, you, you could sell your house for sale by owner, uh, but it's probably going to take a lot longer. Your results aren't going to be as good um, and probably going to make some mistakes along the way, learn things the hard way. And same thing that happens here. Your, your health is going to be more important than anything. Um, so if you're going to rely on a professional for something, make it about, about your health. Um, without your health, nothing else matters. So, um, you know, I, I'm always telling people, you know, make sure that you're going to the right professional too, because sometimes we'll see people uh, come in here and they'll be like, you know, I asked my family doctor 10 years ago about chiropractic and they told me they, they didn't really know much about it or same thing with physical therapy or X, Y, Z. Um, so, Maybe, you know, tr try to find those chiropractors, those physical therapists, uh, whatever service you're looking at, try to find those people in the community who, who are really, really good at what they do and ask them if they can help you or ask them about what you saw online. Is that something that you should be doing? Um, and they'll always be honest with you, at least Dr. Trina and I will be. <laughs> so, so, I mean, overall, right? Like, and it, it, it's very individual and, and varies on whether, you know, but do you think overall, like the way you see a lot of maybe the content online geared towards chiropractic, do you think it's doing good for Cairo or is it bad or is it both? Just because like you said, like there's a lot of um, like education and things that you do in your practice that are extremely helpful and that people don't quite know about yet. And it's nice to put those things out there, but also, you know, kind of doing it responsibly maybe is the tough part. Yeah, absolutely. I know we have, we started uh, posting on TikTok a few months ago and uh, we have people come in all the time and say they saw our videos on TikTok and they, they think they're funny, things like that. So um, I know typically when things are funny or exciting or unique, uh, that's obviously what gets people's attention on social media. And unfortunately, you know, as you're saying, sometimes those aren't the most responsible things uh, that we find on social media. So um, I always just tell people, you know, really, really be careful. You know, it's great that these funny things are, are getting people's attention in relation to chiropractic or relation to physical therapy or uh, whatever other, you know, aspects of health we're looking at. Uh, but we really need to make sure that we are being responsible and that uh, keep in mind that, you know, maybe someone's going to see, see that and think that they can do that at home. And that's usually not, 
not a good idea. So um, again, just leave it up to the professionals. Uh, we, we went through a lot of schooling for a reason. Uh, we, we have your best interest at heart for sure. Yep. Yep. It's always like, Hey, the, the guy that went to, to school on top of their college education for this <laughs> might know more than, uh, you trying to replicate some, some of the things you're seeing. Um, other than kind of like that, that, uh, talk about what people are seeing online, is there, is there anything else we missed? Any other information that you would really like people to know about your, your business and, uh, about connect chiropractic? Yeah. You know, I, if, if you, if you don't know where to go, you know, for whatever health condition you have, if you've, if you've tried everything else, um, I, I always tell people give chiropractic a try. You'd, you'd be surprised by what chiropractic can help with. Um, we, we work with a lot of people think, you know, chiropractors are, are, are bone doctors or we just crack your bones, but what we're really working with is that spine and that nervous system. So we're working on getting that brain coordinating and uh, communicating with the rest of the body the way that it should. So if that communication, that roadway, that pathway isn't functioning and getting to your body the way it should, we can see a wide array of symptoms um, and a right, wide array of dysfunction throughout the body. So as we get that back on track, we see improvements from um, digestive issues to sleeping, to the anxiety, ADHD that we're talking about, reproductive issues. Uh, we've seen people who have had trouble getting pregnant um, that after a few months of chiropractic care were able to successfully um, you know, achieve their goals there. So um, we've helped people with a lot of different issues. I know doc, Dr. Trine and I recently have seen a lot of TMJ patients. Um, we, we've been great working back and forth there too. So, you know, if, if you don't know where to go, um, give Dr. Trine and I a call and uh, we'll, we'll send you in the correct way and get, get you back on the right path. Trenton, any, any, last, any last thoughts or questions or things you'd like to follow up with? No, not really. Just to piggyback off his last comment is that, um, you know, earlier he mentioned something that I educate a lot of patients on, and it's not all of them, but most of them. If you've been in pain for a while, you're going to compensate somewhere else, right? So a lot of times we're treating the whole body in a total wellness approach rather than, okay, my knee hurts, so we're only going to look at the knee. So regarding the TMJ things, we're a TMJ specialist group. We treat a ton of the upper cervical spine, TMJ muscles of mastication. So Dr. Alex and I are working right now with a patient who on her images had loss of space in her upper cervical spine. I'm doing muscle energy work to kind of free up the mobility in the muscle groups. But now Dr. Alex is actually kind of adopting her as a patient and going to progress forward more specifically with that atlas and axis motion. And when we do that, I patients see significant results. And it would be interesting, right? If you went into a TMJ clinic, you might not necessarily expect them to say, go see a chiropractor for your neck because it's jaw pain. But that, that adjacent joint plays such a huge role in the nervous system that innervates the tissue it plays a huge role in the biomechanics that are available at the jaw. So it's just a really nice um, partnership working with chiropractic care and physical therapy to treat something that you would not think you'd go to a chiropractor or a PT for. So I think it's a really cool area that we're growing in. And it's always a work in progress, right? You're learning and, and adapting, but we're seeing some really cool results. So, 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. And I think the relationship and the way you guys have kind of worked together is probably like ideally how you'd like to see every Cairo PT relationship go um, and make things, you know, really smooth and really nice for the patients, I think. Um, and, and so they can, you know, there's proof it can work well together. So um, what I'd like you to do, Dr. Young, is uh, if you could plug your uh, location again, your website, and then your social media handles, if, if that's important to you. And then I'll also grab those and include those in the show notes, but just to kind of get everything out there if people are listening. Yeah, absolutely. So we are located over on Burley Street. Our address is going to be 10702 West Burley Street in Wauwatosa. Um, so we're about a block from Whole Foods in the Mayfair Collection there. Um, our website is www.goconnectchiro.com and our Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok handles are all going to be Connect Cairo WI. Um, so for Connect Chiropractic here in Wisconsin. So um, look forward to you know meeting people and helping them out in any way we can. Perfect. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you both and um, hopefully you guys can continue to work together and provide excellent patient care and that preventative uh, health for um, those kind of looking to live a better life. So um, thanks for joining and have a great day. This podcast is brought to you by Freedom Physical Therapy Services, providing exceptional one-to-one hands-on care to the greater Milwaukee area for over 25 years. Our physical and occupational therapists prepare custom plans for your condition to relieve pain and improve performance. Allow us to help you enjoy more freedom at freedompt.com.